Heavenly Father, may the words that come out of my mouth today be the words that you want me to say. May my words be your message to these people that are gathered here today to receive your word. Open up our ears to hear and open our minds to comprehend the things that you want to say to us today. In your most holy name we pray, amen. We are at that time of the year again when we close out the old year and we begin to start our lives anew in the new year. There will be things that we will want to leave behind us in the old year and there will be things that we will want to take with us into the new year. If we could, I am sure that most of us would like to leave the coronavirus behind in the old year. Maybe we had family disputes that we would like to leave behind, or maybe the grief of losing a loved one. There are many things that we might want to leave behind us as we prepare to start a new year. One thing that we don't want to leave behind us is our faith, our belief and trust that Jesus was born and that he died as our Savior. Our faith is our ticket to eternal life in heaven with our Father Creator, his Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and our Sustainer, the Holy Ghost. It is our faith, by the grace and mercy of our Heavenly Father, that saves us from, e from a life of eternal damnation, as our sins deserve. It is by our faith that we can move with confidence into the new year and be assured that we will be well taken care of. In his letter to the churches, Peter tells us that we have been given a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now this new birth that Peter is talking about refers to our spiritual birth, a regeneration of our souls as the Holy Spirit brings us into the family of God. This is the same concept that Jesus used when explaining salvation that night when Nicodemus came to him. And this new birth can be yours if you have faith. Faith that God really is your father and that Jesus Christ, his son, really was born for you and that he died for you. We can take encouragement from Peter's words, especially in these times of, of uncertainty and turmoil in our own nation. We can know that no matter what trials and tribulations that we are going through at this time, that this is not our final experience. This is not all that there is to life. We can place all our confidence 
and hope in God our Savior that we will eventually spend eternity with him in his heavenly palace. This hope is not only for the future, because our eternal life begins the very moment that we place our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. That is the moment when we truly join God's family. Have you ever received an inheritance from somebody? And didn't that inheritance make you feel just a little bit special? Special that someone was thinking of you so much that they wanted to leave a part of their legacy to you? Peter assures us that we have an inheritance from God waiting in heaven for us. And this is an inheritance that will never spoil, never perish, and never fade away. It is ours if we place all our trust and faith in Christ as our Savior. This is why we must carry our faith with us into the new year. And not only this new year, but every new year that comes. God has promised to help us remain true to our faith at all times, if only we ask him for his help. No matter what difficulties we go through, no matter what the circumstances are, God has promised to be there for us. Oh, we may have to endure terrible trials, persecution, or even a violent death. But our souls cannot be harmed if we have accepted Christ's gift of salvation. We can be forever assured that we will receive God's promised reward of eternal life with him if we stay faithful to him and to him only. And this is why the creeds are so important to me. They help me to stay focused on exactly who I believe in and why I believe in him. Saying the creeds and scriptures out loud reinforces in our minds exactly what we truly believe. Now, I was raised a Missouri Synod Lutheran, and as many of you probably know, their worship services include lots of liturgy. Some people would even say they're steeped in liturgy. And I do know that the constant repetition of the liturgy and the creeds can be a bit mundane and boring. But if one focuses on the words and their meanings, they can be a very valuable tool in maintaining our faith. And you can draw on those words whenever you are going through trials and temptations, whenever you are going through times of pain, whenever Satan puts temptation into your path, 
the words of the creeds and memorized scriptures can help you to stay focused on your faith in the most difficult of times. James tells us in his first chapter of his book that we should consider it pure joy whenever we face trials of many kinds because the testing of our faith develops perseverance. And perseverance must finish its work so that we may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, his point here is not that we need to be happy when we face pain, but that we should have a positive outlook because of what the trials can produce in our lives. James tells us to turn our hardships into learning experiences. Tough times can teach us perseverance. We can't really know the depth of our own character until we see how we react under pressure. You know, it is always easy to be kind to others when everything is going well. But can we still be kind to others when they treat us unfairly? This is when our faith must be strong. As we move into the new year, we can be assured that our faith will be tested, just as it was tested this year in 2020. The Bible tells us many times that those who believe in the risen Christ will be persecuted for their faith. And we will not be persecuted just once, but many times throughout our life of faith. Satan and his demons will always be tempting us to abandon our beliefs until the very day of judgment. Satan is a very relentless foe who is still trying to win the battle that our Savior has already won for us. But as Peter tells us, we who have faith in Christ are shielded by God's power until the coming of our salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. So as long as we can maintain our faith through whatever trials and tribulations come our way, we can be assured of eternal life in paradise. And in this, we can greatly rejoice. When gold is refined, it is heated until it melts, and then the impurities float to the top where they are skimmed off. Steel is tempered and strengthened by heating it in the fire. In the same manner, our faith is also purified and strengthened by going through the fires of our trials and our persecutions and our struggles. This makes us more useful in fulfilling God's plans for us. 
we will be better equipped to do the work that God has planned for us according to his will. Using our faith strengthens it, just like a weightlifter uses his muscles to strengthen them. Just think of an Olympic weightlifter. How do they get so big and so strong that they can lift more than 500 pounds over their heads? It is by pushing barbells up and down, up and down, every day, day after day. The continued resistance of the weight of the barbells develops their muscles until they do become big and strong enough to lift that much weight. And in the same way, we Christians can strengthen our faith by continually exercising it by repeatedly resisting the temptations that come our way, we develop a spiritual strength that helps us to become big and strong in our faith. We become stronger Christians as we continually resist more and more temptations. Now we can also grow our faith by hearing God's word. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. Christian faith needs to be rooted in the truth, and that truth is the word of God. Our faith grows by hearing God's voice. Let God talk to you. Now, I don't mean that at 9 o'clock you should stop whatever you're doing so you can listen to God. After all, we cannot put God into our own time frame. We can't put God on an as-needed basis. But rather what I'm saying is this. Be prepared when God does talk to you. Make time for God when he talks to you. Listen to him. Don't say, I will ask God about this later. For he may be talking to you right now. Peter tells us in verse 7 and 8 of our scriptures today that our faith is worth much more than gold. When Jesus Christ is finally revealed to us in his second coming, we will be rewarded with his glory, honor, and praise. We will be rewarded with an everlasting life in the most glorious of places, heaven. Verse 8 says this, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy 
for you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Can there be any better way to end the year than with that thought in our minds? Can there be any better way to start the new year than with that thought in our minds? Salvation is ours because we have faith. The year 2020 had many challenges for most of us, and God has seen us through those challenges. He has been with us the whole time, and he has protected us. Through his power, we have been kept safe. And the proof of that is in the fact that we are all here today and that we are able to worship our Creator. The year 2021 will have many challenges also. Of that, I am sure. If we keep our faith in God to protect us, we will not have to fear what is coming in the new year. We will be safe, and our salvation will be secure. We can rest assured that no matter what the years bring to us, this is not our final experience. Our best life is yet to come, and that is eternal life in heaven with our Savior, who loves us very much. Amen. Shall we pray? <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for the protection that you have given us this past year. Thank you for the trials and tribulations that have strengthened our faith. As we look forward to starting a new year, keep us in your protecting arms. Wrap your love around us and guide and comfort us. Help us to seek your guidance as we navigate through the perils and the good times that the new year will bring us. Most of all, help us to keep in our faith so that when our time on this earth is ended, that we may be with you in your heavenly palace for all eternity. Amen. We will now close our worship service with the closing hymn, Day by Day. Day by day and with each passing moment, strength I find to meet my trials here. Trusting in my Father's wise bestowment, I've no cause for worry or for fear. He whose heart is kind beyond all measure gives unto each day what he deems best. Lovingly is part of pain and pleasure, mingling toil with peace and rest. Every day is near me with a spell.
As you close out this year, and as you go into the new year, know that God is with you if you trust and have faith in him. He will take care of you. He will take care of all your needs, even down to the last little detail. And I just want to show you a little bit of proof that he gave me Yesterday, I got new socks from my daughter, <laughs> and on them it says, live by faith. There is a cross and a dove with the uh, sprig of, of the olive twig in his mouth. And I got to thinking about that this morning. I've been working on this message probably since the time pastor told me I would, I would uh, be given the message this morning, which has been several weeks. And I don't know when my daughter purchased these socks. But I know it's more than coincidence that these socks and my message, both about faith, have come together. So that is my proof that we can always trust in the Lord. So now go about your week, love your neighbor, and love your Lord, and serve them both. Amen.